You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. This month marks 10 years since the historic bankruptcies of GM and Chrysler and the financial collapse of the American auto industry. Ten years later, those companies are in much better shape, but there's some concern of another downturn for car makers. Bob Lutz is a giant of the automotive industry. He served as the top executive of all three major American automakers. According to the Automotive Hall of Fame, Bob may have had his thumbprints on the launch of more cars and trucks than anyone else in the history of the American car business. This weekend, he'll serve on the car selection during Willow Run Airport's second annual Wings and Wheels show. That is Sunday, June 23rd. I'm really glad to welcome Bob Lutz to Detroit Today. It's great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's start with your career. I mean, uh, there is probably no more storied career in the auto industry uh, than than yours. Can you give us just some of the highlights uh, that you remember? Well, the highlights, of course, were starting with General Motors in overseas operations in New York in 1963 and then being transferred to Europe to uh, Adamopolake, which was uh, General Motors' German subsidiaries. From there in uh, 1972, I went to BMW and became executive VP of uh, global sales and marketing. Uh, from there, mid seventies, uh, became first president and then chairman of Ford of Europe. Uh, that was followed by exec VP of Ford International in Dearborn, uh, and thence to Chrysler, where I ultimately was first president and then vice chairman. And then I retired at age sixty-six, or was <laughs> retired. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to, and uh, became. CEO of what was at that time the world's largest lead-acid battery company called Exide. Mm-hmm. And from Exide, when I was 70, I was hired by GM as vice chairman. And I retired when I was 79, which was uh, eight, eight or nine years ago, mm. 2010. Yeah. Uh, and your name is associated with some pretty uh, familiar and popular cars. Uh, isn't that right? Well, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've always had a fascination for the business, and I've had a, a strong liking for automobiles, and I, I think I have a pretty good sense that um, of what will work and what won't, and <laughs> what the public will like and what the public won't. Oh. And I'm, I'm a very design-oriented person. I've always believed that if the car is not beautiful and not appealing, uh, it doesn't have a chance nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Because if people don't like the way it looks, uh, there was a phrase at GM when I got there where stuff was being launched that wasn't working. And people people in the company would say, if only we could get them into the dealership <laughs> to look at the car, then they'd realize what a great vehicle it is. And I said it's pointless. Nobody's going to go look at a car that they don't like the looks of. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cars that uh, you designed, I, uh, for a short time at least, owned a Pontiac Solstice, uh, which mm-hmm. I know you were you were deeply involved in dry in uh, designing. And boy, that thing was so much fun 
yeah, drive I have three and look of, at. I have three of them. Oh, you still have three of them. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to corner the market. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, the auto industry right now. Uh, we're 10 years past the bankruptcies. Things are going, I think, uh, better than in some ways than a lot of people might have predicted they would. Uh, we've got some trouble on the horizon. I think everyone realizes that, but but how do you view the state of the auto industry? Today? I think the state of the industry is good, and uh, right now, you know, profitability is going to be a little bit sideways because the Chinese economy is down, mm-hmm. and everybody makes a great deal of money in China. So for those people who, um, there, there are groups who say, well, it's outrageous, the federal government bailed them out, and now they're building plants in China. Well, they're building plants in China because that's where the demand is. The Chinese auto market is now so big, it's as big as Europe and the United States combined. So, uh, obviously, you want American corporations participating there, making money and helping helping to put Chinese on on four wheels. Mm -hmm. Um, But China, the Chinese economy, is kind of weakening, and that's because of the trade war. And in wars, there are always casualties and always problems, and you always pay a price. But I think um, most of us would agree that it's time to bring China in line when it comes to international trade. So that's what's going on. China will be weak for a while. Uh, U.S. demand seems to be leveling off, you know, right around an annual rate, annualized rate of 17 million. And it, you could say that people are a little bit tapped out on payments. They're tapped out on credit. Uh, there's a, a little bit too much leasing going on. And, and there's a lot of late model off lease vehicles in the market, et cetera, et cetera. You could look at all those little warning signs, but fundamentally, the economy is strong, demand is strong, and there is absolutely no reason to assume that we'd have a downturn. Hmm. And if it, even if we have a, a normal cyclical downturn, a normal cyclical downturns result in a demand reduction of maybe, you know, down 10%, down 15%. We forget that in 19, uh, in 2007, 2008, yeah. we didn't have a 10% reduction or a 20% reduction or a 30% reduction. We had a 50% a 50% reduction. Sure. Nobody has ever seen that before. So I, I absolutely see, uh, barring, you know, war or catastrophe of some sort, I see absolutely no reason to assume that we'll have another one of those. Mm. Uh, I'm talking with Bob Lutz, uh, retired auto ex- executive for all three major American automakers. Uh, He is a member on the Car Selection Committee during Willow Run Airport's second annual Wings and Wheels show that is on Sunday, June 23rd. Uh, So, Bob, let's talk about Wings and Wheels and your role in it. This this sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it is. We we started it last year. It benefits the Yankee Air Museum, which is uh, basically an educational institution to preserve, help preserve the heritage of um, what what we call the arsenal of de- democracy, a, a great period in American history, um, and also marked, uh, I would say, maybe a turning, mo- a turning point in the emancipation of women, 
because it was really the first time that women were employed in large quantities uh, in physical labor in manufacturing uh, manufacturing airplanes. So um, it's it's a it's a it's a very worthy cause, and the show is uh, celebrates Americana. So we have, unlike most automobile shows, no European cars, no no. Uh, Nothing, no Italian, German, French, etc. No Dalbos, no Delays, no Rolls Royces. It's purely American. And what we want, what we wanted for the show, was not the high-end American cars that you see in all the big auto shows. Uh, you know, traditional historic auto shows or Concord, like Duesenbergs and Pierce Arrows. We we wanted the emphasis on well-preserved cars that were actually seen on the road in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. So we've got a lot of things, you know, Fords, Chevrolets, Hudsons, Terraplanes, Nashes, hmm. uh, all kinds of brands that you would never see in a major automobile show. But yeah. they're very interesting cars. A lot of them are original. Last year the show was pretty small, you know, we we didn't get the word out. Um, it was the first year is always tough. Sure. So last year we had about thirty-five or forty cars. This year we've got a hundred, and all beautiful, original, special specimens. Some restored, some unrestored, but all interesting. And in addition to that, we have forty airplanes, civilian and military, um, consistent with the same time period: thirties, forties. 50s and 60s. So we've got uh, World War II military aircraft, uh, some Korean War military aircraft, and some period civilian planes. And all of these will be accessible to the public. Um, there's no judging. Uh, there's no awards handed out. It's purely for the pleasure of, of showing. Yeah. So I think this year is going to be a great and hugely interesting show that doesn't matter whether you're interested in, in American cars or American airplanes, but uh, this this show is definitely for you. Yeah, yeah. Cars and planes, uh, I think, uh, kind of go together in a lot of people's minds, right? Yeah, There's something the, cool the about thing, both. <laughs> the only thing we're missing, really, is motorcycles. <laughs> and, you know, we may take a look at that for, uh, for future years. Um, and this year we're a little bit light on trucks. We've got some interesting, uh, like we have a Studebaker pickup. You know, m many oh, people wow. have never seen one <laughs> yeah, of them. They were <laughs> they were absolutely beautifully designed, and uh, so we've 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 got some interesting. But we don't have a lot of pickups. And what we think we'll do maybe next year is we'll really expand the truck portion, because this year we, if somebody came to us with you know a four and a half ton. Uh, steak bed agricultural truck. We said mm, not quite suitable for the show, but <laughs> I think next year we we all feel we ought to open that up and and get a bunch of medium trucks out there too that yeah. that a lot of people do collect. Yeah, well, and and of course the the popularity of trucks today uh, really suggests that there could be some affinity for for older trucks as uh, as well. I mean that's that's what's really selling at the yeah. at the automakers. Yeah. 
Okay, Bob Lutz, retired auto executive uh, and member of the Car Selection Committee during Willow Run Airport's second annual Wings and Wheels show. It's this Sunday, June 23rd at Willow Run Airport. Yeah, Thanks. I, I should perhaps add, uh, if you're interested in tickets, and we hope everybody is, mm-hmm. just Google Wings and Wheels and all the information will come up. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Okay, thanks very much for being here with us on Detroit Today. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thanks for having me. It was great Bye-bye. to talk with you. Yes. That's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow. <laughs>